0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. Before we get started on this episode, we want to let you know about the next in-person session. We are so excited to be able to bring the people together. We have moved the session from June to July 16th, 17th, and 18th. We are so excited to be back together with everybody We moved it from June to July, just so that you could have more certain travel plans, knowing that things are really going to be more stable in July than they will be at the beginning of June. Yes, absolutely. We are going to do everything uh, we know to do to take precaution. Less people will be coming and we're going to sanitize in between each session. And fam, I just cannot encourage in person enough. The more I do this and the more that we see people come to online and then they come in person and we kind of see the trend of people that repeat it and especially come to the in-person session, their results are just tenfold. The way they understand the material, they experience the material, and they really get that side-by-side coaching to be able to take it and run. Do everything you can to be here. I'm sure you're going to want to get out by then for sure. We cannot wait to see you at the in-person or the online session. Can't wait. So I know a lot of you are now working virtually, and I predict, what I predict happening is people are going to be working virtually, and then they're like, wow, I could get X, Y, and Z done just by a phone call, or just by a quick Slack message, or just by an email. And I predict more virtual things will continue to take place even after COVID is over. And I also know a lot of you are probably just continuing to to build their business virtually. Maybe you have been working virtually for since the beginning of your business, but there's absolutely a way to really refresh some of these uh, trust techniques is what I like to call. You see, uh, one of our pillars in guide culture is like and trust. People have a, a misconception that you're either, you're born liked and trusted or you're not. Maybe you think, you know, that person that came out of the womb, like was full of charisma and people just like them and they're funny and they're relatable and you might feel like, Man, I'll just never be like that or or that's not natural for me. And especially, you know, online, it's very hard to do it online. You know, maybe you've you are used to working with people in person, and you feel like that that's the way that you move your business forward, and that's the way you make sales, and that's like the only way. Maybe you feel like that's the only effective way, and that it's just going to take you so much longer to build that trust online and to build it virtually. And there is absolutely an element of virtual trust that takes a little bit more intention. It's not as natural for sure. I mean, you have to just kind of be careful of some things that you say and what you uh, do and how you show up. And so, I have some tips that I think are going to be really helpful for you to build trust virtually and also take these techniques with you no matter what the case may be, because it'll be super, super helpful. If you've ever heard that uh, business moves at the speed of trust, you are correct. You are correct. Business does move at the speed of trust. And if you think about that, you know, a sales kind of process. Sales is very much so like a dance, right? It's it's a process and it's a it's a back and forth conversation. And sometimes it can take 10 minutes, sometimes it takes 10 years. The level of trust is going I really think it's going to determine the smoothness of that process, the how quick the process goes and how natural it feels. I really feel like trust is the foundation of that. And so many times, you know, people are trusted simply by just spending time with you. You know, you go to, that's why so many business business meetings consist of lunches and coffees. And it's like, Hey, I just want to get to know you so that we can build trust. So let's talk about some ways that you can do this virtually and also uh, really just be effective in your sales conversations. The first tip that I have for you is to just get face-to-face If you can, and that's through Zoom, FaceTime, or even Instagram has a FaceTime feature. In the direct message, there's like a little camera and you can call people and FaceTime them. And if you're not used to this, it might feel really, really uncomfortable at first. It's so game-changing. And let, let me tell you a little bit about why. A lot of times humans in general, with their words, especially, you know, if you're a prospect and someone is talking to you and you're not sure if you want something. Subconsciously, the kind of the, the things that we say might not always be truthful. A lot of times the words aren't aren't the full picture. The tone, the facial expressions, and the body language kind of encompasses the full picture. The way you have to think about this is think about like a a, a body movement is one word of a sentence. It's one word. Maybe the way someone moves their hand or the way someone smiles or the way they scrunch their nose. Those are additional words within the sentence. So the the body language, the words, the tone, and the facial expressions, that kind of encompasses a whole paragraph. It encompasses a whole story, not just what you hear or see or just observe in general. So think about it this way: like I will, I I have experienced like when I'm being sold to, which I actually love being sold to. By the way, I really appreciate it. Uh, but when I'm being sold to, sometimes if I don't want something, I will just kind of say something to get out of it. Right? I'll say like, "Hey, I just don't have time for that." When really that's that's not true because anyone will make time for things that they find valuable. Kind of same with money. I mean, this isn't always the case, but a lot of times people will be able to afford what they find valuable. And so when they're saying, Hey, I can't afford it. Hey, I can't, you know, I don't have time for this. A lot of times that's not always the truth. And in order to really kind of get the whole truth, we kind of have to get to the root. And in order to get to the root, we had to see the full picture. You know, as a counselor, which we consider ourselves kind of like a type of counselor, to really help people think correctly and help people see and understand what they want versus what they need and give them what they need to give them what they want. It's a whole thing. We go so deep in this and guide culture. But in order to really get to the root, it's important to be able to see the whole picture. And the reason this builds trust is because people they just want to be heard. They want to feel like someone understands them. They want to feel known. They want to feel like, man, this person is on my team. You know, this person, it's almost like this person is my sponsor. Like they want the absolute best for me. And I really feel like you, you can't feel like you know somebody until you just really understand the root of what's, what's going on. And in order to understand the root, I just don't think that can be done in a, in just a phone call. I think it really takes a face-to-face situation. Now, of course, there are times where that's just not an option. You know, I've been in many situations where I would love to be able to get on a FaceTime or a Zoom call, and it's it's just not in the cards. And that's what's so amazing about understanding sales and sales conversations is that you, you can adapt. In fact, in guide culture, we always talk about how we adapt. We think on our feet, we're able to kind of take things as they come and we can lead and control conversations. It's almost like an affirmation that, and a belief that we have. And I can feel that kind of, when, when I realize something is not happening the way I want it to, I instantly go back to that belief. I'm like, okay, no, no, I am a guide culture pro, which means I am an adapter and I can handle this. So, and luckily, you know, we teach a method that can be done anywhere. It can be done on emails, Instagram messages, Instagram stories, and phone calls. So we can adapt, but just getting in front of people, showing your face, and also being aware of your body language, being aware of your facial expressions, being aware of your tone is critical. And, and guys, this goes so deep. I can't even describe to you how deep this goes, because if there's like a hint of doubt in your head, it comes out in your tone. And it's a subconscious thing that other people can hear. I mean, I'm telling you, sales is all just about a a way of communicating and really helping people transform through your words. And so this part of just getting in front of people is such a small sliver of building trust. I can't even describe how small it is, but it is a huge step that is going to get you closer to building that trust. Step one, get in front of people, read their body language. If you are in Guide Culture Academy, which is a continuation program for our graduates, uh, we are going deep into body language and observing body language. And I'm so, so excited about this. So make sure you keep a lookout for that content coming soon. The second tip that I have is, uh, you know, to build build that trust is to really be the expert and show that quickly and you know, a lot of times like I said, you find a lot of people having a lot of coffee meetings or lunch meetings because you just kind of can get to know each other and build that trust through conversation. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't really have time just to sit on the phone with people just to learn about them and trust them. But one way that you can do that, the one way you can build trust quickly right off the bat is being the expert. And I'm going to tell you a couple ways how to do that. First, I'm going to tell you what not to do to be the expert. It's super tempting super tempting to kind of prove that you know what you're doing by talking about it. It's super easy to say, hey, here's my track record. Here's all that I know. Here's all my, you know, the things that I've accomplished. Here's all the money that I've made. Here's all the people that I've helped. I know what I'm doing. It's very easy to say that and because I get it. Like I also really want to be respected in my industry. And I also want to be seen as somebody who is credible and knows what they're doing. When you do that, you're actually doing the opposite of, of being credible the reason is deep down, guys, I really, I hope this isn't the first time you're hearing this from me, but it's just true. I don't want to break, be the bearer of bad news, but people in general, they just like, they don't really care that much about you. They actually don't care about you at all. They They really care about how you can help them how you can help them. And I know the, the kind of conception is, Hey, let me just tell you all about me. And then you can figure out how I can help you. If you, you you know, the mentality is like, okay, if they know my track record, they can determine if I'm, I'm a good fit for them. When really that's the opposite. What we need to do is really learn about them, talk about them, info gather about them. And then since we are the S expert, we are able to determine if we're a good fit for them. And you know, one way to build trust in general and to build credibility is to show, don't tell. If you're listening to this, I want I just want you to like just hear those words so clearly. Show, don't tell. One way to show that you're credible and one way to show that you know what you're doing is to research about them. We live in a day and age where you absolutely have no excuse to not know about what people do. We can learn insane amount of things by just looking on LinkedIn and looking on Instagram and looking at their website and really coming with some serious knowledge so that when you do talk to them, you can talk very specifically about how you can help them in their specific industry. Do you see where the difference is where you're not coming and saying, hey, this is what I can do? You're saying, hey, this is what I've learned about you and this is what I really think that I can help you with. So I will never forget, this was a couple of years ago. I had a meeting with somebody who was a person that was potentially rebranding Guide Culture for us. And then right afterwards, I had a meeting with somebody who potentially could help us with ads. And I, I had this meeting with this branding person and I walked into this meeting and I was so unbelievably impressed. They knew so much about me. They knew the story of guide culture. They had been following my Instagram stories over the last, you know, couple of weeks from when we planned the meeting. They knew about the live events that we held. They knew about Daily Deposit, which is a, a journal line that we do. They knew about, you know, the Goodest Cool story. They knew about Loy. Like, they just knew so much. And I felt like we were able to use the time that we had together really, really effectively. And I instantly. I instantly trusted them. I'm like, man, if they put in the work, this much work ahead of time without me even being their customer, can you imagine the work that they would put in when they had my got a signature on the dotted line on the contract and the money. And I just loved them instantly. I liked them instantly because I felt heard. I felt understood. I felt like they cared about me. I felt like they respected my time, honestly, that I didn't have to sit there and tell them the whole story from top to bottom, that they already did their own research and they came with just specific questions. And I was so thankful for that. And then that meeting ended and I went to a different meeting and I jumped on the call and I just kind of said, you know, Hey, you know, what do you know about God culture? And he just said, oh, you know, that's what this calls for. Like, you're going to tell me about guide culture. And while I know that, you know, he, of course, was like doing the best that he could and he was doing what he knew to do. But in that moment, I was like, I don't, I really don't want to sit here and tell my story again. You know, I like to get things done. And sometimes that doesn't feel super productive for me. And I just, I instantly was like, I'm not really interested. I really want somebody that, you know, cares enough and shows me that they are Really capable by doing some work beforehand. And when you come with research and you come with some knowledge, you are showing, without telling, you're showing, hey, I respect you. I. I care about your business, I care about your time, I value your time, and so I'm gonna show up with really amazing information that is gonna help you and help your business um, without me having to like straight up interview you, and I just loved it, and instantly, I'm like, okay, they're the expert, they know. So that's a great way to get on the phone with somebody and instantly establish your credibility and establish some trust by saying, hey, without saying it, but showing, like, hey, I did some homework, here's what I know, here's how I can help you. And if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, cool, like I can do some research, but how do I actually like convey that in a conversation? That is exactly what we teach in guide culture. We really teach you like a process and a method to take all this information, all the work that you've done, all the thoughts, all the things about what you do your service, your business, and then help you communicate it in a way that really transforms people. So if you think about it, you know, you can get someone into a cell, right? You can get them to become a client. It's a totally different ball game to get them to actually follow through, right? A dentist can say, hey, you should floss. And then there's a, a another way to do it where you're really kind of painting a vision and getting someone to floss twice a day, every day, two totally different dentists, right? One is a salesperson and one is not. And really having this method to kind of take all these thoughts, all this information and put it in a beautiful organized way so that people can understand it's such an amazing experience. And this is when sales becomes really fun because you have clarity on what you're actually communicating. You can understand people, you become that psychologist as we say, and you understand what people are really saying even if they're not saying it with their words. That was a little side a little side note there, but my my third point for you today about building trust and this is like, oh, this, this is so important. This is not just a sales conversation thing. This is a life thing is to not overstate. Let's just have a moment. a a little moment and just decide together we are going to take out the overstatement words. Now I slip on this and I really got to catch myself sometimes. It's so easy to do. It's so easy to do because we live in a culture of overstatement, right? Which is like, oh my gosh, I would never do that. That never happens. It always happens. I always do this. People always have results. I guarantee, I promise. Those type of words, the overstating words, it instantly, it instantly makes people lose trust in you because That's just not true. You cannot promise that someone will always do something. You just can't. You cannot guarantee that something will never happen. It's impossible to be able to do that. You know, I remember uh, there was a time I was thinking about renting out some space and Lloyd was thinking about doing it too. And a realtor came in and he said, oh, you know, there's no doubt. I have no doubt that this space is going to be rented in, you know, a couple of months. I guarantee it. And I instantly heard that and I thought, oh. He... Uh, 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 I don't know if I can trust that because he can't guarantee. You cannot guarantee anything. What he could have said is like, you know, I, I can't guarantee this. But what I do know is that spaces like this right now are being rented relatively quickly. In fact, I just had a space last month very similar. It was on the market for about three months. And then it kind of came, uh, it started being rented, you know, X amount of time and this percentage and whatever. It have some specifics about what he could do versus being a, having a general overstatement. Another example is, you know, I hear a lot of times people will say, Hey, I've tried everything. I've tried every single diet. I've tried every single workout. I've tried every single business growth strategy. I've tried every single skincare product. I've tried every single hair uh, tool and nothing else works but this. And that's just not true. Like you haven't tried everything. It's impossible to try everything. What makes something so much more credible is simply, simply saying, you know, I haven't tried everything, but what I have tried to grow my business is I have tried Instagram. I've tried using Instagram stories and I've really focused on attraction marketing. What I found is that using email copy, has helped me reach 10 times more people get in front of 3 times more new people and get a 30% more response rate on email than Instagram if you were selling you know like a like an email uh, copy prompt or something. And just being able to say, Hey, let me get specific on what I haven't done or what I have done and what I haven't done and what has worked. And you're saying the same thing in a much more credible and believable way. And the reason this matters so much is because once you lose trust, once you lose that, like, I don't know if I believe them. I don't know if that's true. It's very hard to get it back. Once you lose the believability and the credibility, every time you pop up on somebody's feed, they're going to think like, man, I don't know if I can trust them. I don't know if that's true. I'm not so sure. And just kind of admitting, say, hey, this is what this, you know, this product, it isn't going to, you know, change your life overnight. What it will do is give you a step-by-step process to help you make more sales. See, we understated there. We said, hey, it's not going to turn your life upside down. What it is going to do is going to give you a specific process to be able to help you make more sales and gain traction quicker. Very specific, very understated, but also gives gives us the opportunity to really over deliver when they do buy. And when I, what I have found that has happened is that when we understate, we say, hey, this is a sales training that helps you make more sales, that people come into guide culture and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not just a sales training. This is life training. This is going to help me in all parts of my life. It's going to overflow into my business, into my family, into my leadership. And in my heart, I'm like, yes, I know that. I know that that's what you've experienced, but what's important is that their expectations are completely blown out of the water because they came in with kind of like an understatement, which just helps you build credibility. And this is a great way to just ensure that people are going to be around for the long run because they're going to say, hey man, they understated here and they over-delivered. I can't imagine what they will do for the next product that they bring out for the next program that they have, which is really going to create a tribe that is going to want to follow you almost anywhere that you go got to say almost anywhere, not anywhere, but almost anywhere. So just to wrap it up, the three points that we have to build, to build trust is to do everything you can to get someone on FaceTime or zoom or Instagram FaceTime to see their face, read their body language, allow them to read your body language and really get the whole picture so that they can feel understood, heard, and feel like that they have a teammate The second is to show up in your calls and on Instagram as the expert. Do plenty of research and be quick to be very clear on what you know about them and how you know that you can help them specifically. And the third point is to understate, understate, over deliver, talk about what you can't do, and then talk about what you can do for them. I hope that this was helpful and I hope that you can take these techniques and you can go ahead and start applying them in your Instagram stories and also on your calls and in your content right away. Thanks so much, fam. I'll talk to you soon. Make sure you give us a rating and tag us on Instagram when you listen to the podcast. It is so amazing to see you guys just pouring into yourself and doing the personal development. We're just so proud of you and we want to cheer you on. Thanks so much. Talk soon.